Welcome to 51 First Dates. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And we are doing an experiment. And talking about dating. And love. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Cheers. Cheers. Hi, everybody. I'm Liza. And I'm Kimmy. And welcome to 51 First Dates. The, the podcast. <laughs> we said that creepily in unison because we're in the same room and we can see each other's We can. Mouths. We're in New York together. We're also joined by good old friend of the pod, Sarah Winter. Hey. Yeah. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for coming. Guys, if you're new to the pod, Sarah Winter is a uh, Kimmy's friend from childhood who I forced to be my friend because she was so cool and um, she is probably amongst our most requested guests wow so flattered i feel like we get a lot of listener mail i think it's been like almost a long it's been a long time since i've been on oh 100 percent. yeah it's been and that we've all hung out together yeah many together yeah whoa if you are new to the podcast welcome if you are kind of working your way from the beginning we had a couple of cool recent eps and you may be joining us thank you so much for being here we talk about dating once upon a time i went on a whole bunch of dates then my brother did now olivia our new dater is sarah you want to go on a bunch of dates for the podcast? But we're just happy to have you. If you've been listening forever, welcome back. Thank you for being such gems. Um, and if you're new, welcome. We talk uh, a lot of shit. We t- we tell talk a lot about therapy. We talk a lot about um, believing in yourself. What do we talk about? I mean, we try to make dating semi-positive, but we also, I think today, really... You know when you finally see those friends you haven't seen in a while and you're just so excited to kind of like lean in and talk some shit? You just want to talk shit around people who will not judge you? That's what we're bringing you today, that yes. energy. We're going to talk shit about dating. We've been hanging out for like several hours now talking shit. So we, we literally were like, should we just turn the mics on and we're going to just yeah. talk? Because we had no intentions of stopping anyway, so let's yeah. just yes. yeah. kill two birds with one stone. You know, really give some hot takes and some cold takes on <laughs> dating, relationships, this post-Valentine's Day, blah, 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 bullshit. I think I want to have some, some hot takes about the Valentine's Day social media posts. Jesus. We are going to talk about a new, I am will be pitched on a new love yeah. reality show tbd if i watch it just kidding i will watch it because it sounds like hot garbage and then we're also going to get into some questions about dating relationships yes. all the feelings we're gonna do those and but- then i have an awkward worst uh, awkward slash worst first date story for the end yeah, we, we haven't have- done one in a while and That's i was like so today's awkward. a good time to do one mm-hmm. we have some good ones in the inbox and if you want to send us your worst first date and again it can be your anything first date like weirdest strangest sexiest oh well, i don't really yeah want I, oh i want to oh, hear this uh, okay yeah oh come on um <laughs> send them by email to 51firstdatespod at gmail.com Rate, subscribe, review. You already did that. We love you for it. Okay, now let's talk some DM shit. DM us. DM us on Instagram at 51firstdatespod. Um, and follow us. I guess if you're going to DM us, you may as well. And that's it. Is that all our socials? Yeah, Sarah's socials? like giggling at us. Being so Sarah's like, all right, guys, business. Well, you just get it done with at the front so we can no, talk I, some I, shit. You know? I, I know the, I'm very familiar with the format of the pod. So <laughs> I'm just like liking witnessing it in the flesh. Here we are. It's nice to be in the flesh. It's nice it to be. Is. If you are new, Kimmy lives in L.A. I live in New York. We both lived, used to live in New York. Kimmy is in L.A. now. So Kimmy we and I used to be roommates. Kimmy yep. and Sarah used to be roommates. We For used to, many a year. We, if you're an early listener or if you are listening to early episodes, the first, like, hundred episodes are recorded in Kimmy's bedroom. I'm mm-hmm. Sarah the roommate. Yes. From yeah, Sarah the roommate on, yeah. of Sarah the roommate Wait, fame. Yeah, let's play Sarah the roommate. Will you please, like, give people like, the 411 on you, who you are, what you um, bring to the table? 
Wow. <laughs> Many things. Wow. wow. That was, that was uh, Sarah brought a dank hot toddy to the table for me tonight. In my apartment, she was like, I'll make you a hot toddy. And she nailed it. It's yeah. delish. Yeah, I don't, I'm, I'm Sarah. I still live in the old apartment in which Kimmy and I used to cohabitate. Um, I'm 31, single, and I produce true crime television, which means I consume a lot of dating television and mm. hot garbage, which we'll talk about later. And, uh, I don't know, a new decade on my same bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. I really, mean. truly. Like, <laughs> here we are, decade later, and uh, not much has changed. I'm a little grayer, but that's it. New decade on my same bullshit. It's is, truly is my the ethos. title of your album. <laughs> yeah. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And the cover is like a 90s um, hip-hop album. You know, there's lots of, like, squiggly lines and yellow. I and actually pink. think it's Barbra Streisand. <laughs> so, like, at the bowling alley where I do my bowling league, you ha- it's the gutter in Brooklyn, five dicks, um... For a date. Yeah, mm, I yeah. Uh, went on yes. a friend date there early. It's a great, yeah. great, great date. But there's this new... Po- like, Kimmy is also familiar in it because she introduced me to my bowling league, and I'm still in this five years later. Shout out to my dad squad. My entire bowling team is 38 to 42-year-old dads, so that's a <laughs> different journey I'm on. Um, but they put up this new poster, like, uh, Kimmy, you know that like, weird dugout spot where, like, the emergency exit is behind the lanes. Yes. There's now just a poster, and it's Barbara Streisand circa, like, 1983 with hair that looks like mine but more 80s. And she's just standing like this with bowling pins flying out from her ass. And I'm like, that is the essence oh, I'm always trying Oh, my God. To wow. Yeah. I want to see this. Yeah. I want to see this as well. Well, okay. So, Sarah, what if you had to say one thing you're most excited to talk shit about in the realm of dating... What would you like to talk shit about? I know you talk about that you have a lot of Gen Z listeners, but I presume you also still have a lot of millennials and oh, yeah. older yeah. listeners as well. And I just found that, um, like, we're in our 30s now, and there's pros and cons to to dating in different ways. And I think, like, more so than ever over the last 18 months, my perception has shifted, where it's like, and we were talking about this earlier, but, like, people we know feeling more of a sense of pressure over certain things and then, like, maybe feeling weird because you don't feel that pressure, but then maybe sometimes feeling more of that pressure than you used to is – that was a very sort of philo- philosophic answer, but well, I do – but, but that's the thing. I mean – or I'm also just happy to talk shit and gossip about people who I think are making bad decisions. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we all are at the end of the day. No, I mean, I think I know what you mean. I, I feel often, like, pressure comes in all forms from all people. Yes, yeah. And it's a big thing, I think, that women feel a lot and potentially more than men, do you think? No, actually, that's actually a very good question. But I feel like sometimes men get like more sort of myopic about do you know what i'm saying like you're not like they're like oh i want this and i want it right now and i'm gonna get it right now yeah i i think so and i think they have a traditional men who aren't like the bachelor stereotype not the bachelor the show though obviously we will do our five minutes because one must it's pilot pd sucks but i think that whole stereotypical bachelor like, not a lot of men actually want that, especially mm. I'm realizing in your 30s. I feel weirdly like men are more just as likely to have a little timeline that they're following. I've seen so many oh, dads see, yes, post yes, about yes, their yes, babies yes. on Valentine's Day. Like, now we're at an age where people have children, like, people from college posting their little Valentines, and it's cute. I'm like, you are more settled down than me. Actually, I think I'm now realizing what 
I didn't realize what you're saying at first, but now I'm realizing what you are. And it's exactly echoing what I'm, what I'm saying, which is that I think as women and as single women in a major urban metropolis, we sort of have that existential malaise continuously. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I feel like sometimes like men get to a certain age and they're like, it's time now. Yeah. And yeah. then they like make it happen because it's very different for them. And yes, yeah. if this is a sexist quite honestly i don't care because it's also true <laughs> but uh yeah, but like, you know what i mean they're like oh and now i will date someone who i will make my wife and yes. i feel like for us it's more of like uh, like do i want kids am i too old am i too blah blah yeah. blah am we I have to this, think about you know? eggs all the time yeah. we have to think about the way our life choices will affect our career in a way that i don't think men do as much although i know more and more like very fucking cool involved dads who who are mm-hmm. th- their child status is affecting their career but like we just have to think about it more. And yeah. just literally, my whole thing is always when this topic comes up in my own relationship. Also, my body. Are you ready yes, for my boobies exactly. to go flat after breastfeeding? Yeah. Are you ready for my bum bum to sag? Like it will happen anyway. Eventually, the bum bum part might be separate from the babies, but like, Could we ready for saying bum bum? Yeah, it's like <laughs> like shit. <laughs> Sorry, it's been a long day. No, but exactly, um, you're like like a man. Like he can be like, oh, <laughs> now it's the time. <laughs> now it's the time time, and I want to make the baby baby but like and then like none of that really changes for him except for his domestic situation whereas for us it's like we can't just choose when the time time is because it's like i don't know it's very different and i just think i guess (laughs) because of the bum bum because of the bum bum and the udo udo yeah yeah and the vagina vagina yeah yeah and the fact that it breaks wide open when you squeeze a child out of it okay enough of that yeah do you want to pitch me on a new love and dating show. Okay, well, here's the thing. Okay, so we're going to talk about Love is Blind, the new Netflix reality show. Should we do our five-minute batch first? Just because I feel like that's... People know it. People are aware of the segment. Yeah. I think it's going to be easier to start with five-minute batch. <laughs> and then we're going to discuss Love is Blind because I think... And here is my early logline for this pitch. I think it, like, is our experiment a little bit. But oh, we're going to Interesting. A little bit. Not all the way, but a little bit. I think there's some Venn diagram overlaps. That's my that's my early pitch. Um, but first, if you're new to the pod or if you haven't heard this segment before, Kimmy and I are not hosting a Bachelor podcast, but we kind of a little bit wish we were. So what we do is give ourselves a five-minute time limit to talk about The Bachelor. If you're not a fan, if you don't want to listen to it, if you're not a fan of the franchise, we understand you are correct. But also just watch it. But just watch it. Yeah. It's all on Hulu. I mean, it's... Honestly, don't watch this season. I mean, no, but like... Oh, come on. All right, I can't wait. I'm so glad I'm here for this segment after this week. Yeah. Okay. So I'm going to start the timer. And if you do not want to hear about it, you can skip forward five minutes starting now. And if you do want to hear about it, I'm very sorry. We will be one week behind because Bachelor's Monday nights. This is about Tuesday night. Tuesday days. So we're talking about last Monday's episode. Yeah, we're talking about what we've seen. But there will be one more episode. Right. So I, I can be unbridled. Unbridled. Up to this point. Cause, yes. Cause, Spoilers of what? Yeah. Guys, we oh, used 20 seconds. Sarah, go. Oh, shit. Tell us your oh, thoughts. Guys, I did not fully prepare from only having five minutes because it's, I would say, like, at this... I mean, wow. Just come back to me. Oh, okay. just give me a second. Uh, I, 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 here's what I'll guys, say. I just shook Sarah to the core. You did. I think here's what's going on. The, the Victoria F thing, even if I didn't know what I know from outside of these episodes... Oh, trash! a tiny Absolute baby. Absolute trash. A tiny baby... Kelly got some shit for saying I'm an attorney. That was a Frankenbite. Fully put. She said that those words not in the moment. They oh showed God. her saying those yeah. words. That was so clearly from her intro but also, package where she was like, "Hi, I'm Kelly. I'm an attorney. She's, she's and I right. live in Chicago. She's literally right. Yes. Like, okay. 
All right, I've been able to collect. Great. Okay, first of all, why is Peter attracted to Hannah Ann? She looks 14. I'm very creeped out by the fact that she is. Because Peter wants to be everybody's daddy. And I know that's creepy. (laughs) No, he's got, honestly, like, he's fucking wanking it to tragedy porn. Like, truly, he's like, oh, yeah, like, give me it to me. Like, you have a sad backstory. And whereas, like, Kelly's like, bro, I'm well-adjusted and I like to have fun. And he's like, excuse you. Like, get out of here. Oh, when when she said. Not every relationship has to be dramatic. And he was like, you don't love me enough. And like, okay, I also have, like, this strong feeling. And I think it's because he comes from, like, a well-adjusted family and everything. Like, fucking great. But he wants someone to fit into his life. Mm. like come yeah. on in and just slide right in he does like uh, as much as he's like uh, a partnership no he does not want a partnership he wants someone to fit into his life he wants a he saga wants to be a fucking yes. daddy yeah he does want to be a daddy also I don't think his family is well adjusted I think they're I don't disturbingly yes. creepy have you seen the clip of his mother yes well, also Kelly Kelly, Kelly looks parents. like his mother yeah it's Whoa, a, it's a, a Sarah bunch of, you just exploded no my I mean brain. like Juliet on Bachelorette 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 party talks yep. about it too but I was like oh yeah that's 100% correct also he's like He's a pilot. He's making at least 150k, probably yeah. even at this. And like, why is he living at home? It is. It's bad. It's news weird. Bears. It is. Uh, it's weird. Uh, Just like in. get an apartment in LA. Like, even if like, I mean, Peter fucks. It's very obvious. He drives that expensive yeah. BMW or whatever the fuck it is. Just like, fucking fuck at your own apartment, not in your parents' basement or oh, whatever. God. It's very oh, strange. Oh god, it's bad. I think their family has light. I'm not saying that this actually, but they have creepy, like lovey, like I'm not in those no. vibes, but yes. like, but like. The, he kisses his mom on the lips vibes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, and also, like, uh, yeah. Okay, the whole thing is just too much because I also talk about this in my personal life often. And, like, I'm down for a close family. But, like, my entire life is not my family. And, like, for Peter, his two turn-ons are either you've come from a tragic background or basically, like, it's like coming in with a resume saying, my parents have been married for X amount of years. Like, guess and what? And I love that. that and says, yes, Exactly. Me. And what I, I'm just I'm deeply I want to go back to the fun thing. Kelly said oh, yeah. I have fun with you, and he took that as a true insult. And yes. He was like, "Oh my god, you're this so offended." Fun. Yeah, and I understand this is maybe a bra- greater debate we can have outside of the five minutes. But like calling a relationship fun is not a pejorative. No, and I know where it maybe got a bad rap for like he's just out there having fun right now dating, or she's just having fun. But it should feel fun and easy. And if it doesn't, like life is short, but life is long. And you are not going to last if it is as dramatic as it is between him and Victoria F. And that Marlon does not look fun. Yeah, no. Also, Victoria F. and her fucking sexy baby routine no, is it's, killing it's me. it's killing me. So she many sexy is, babies. Get a playroom. Honestly, I'm on team Kelsey at the moment. Kelsey, <sighs> Hannah Ann hasn't worried has about better. Kelsey. Kelsey no, seems to me yeah, like she could little. unravel a little bit. She seems very vulnerable. But I feel like she's got almost like light Hannah B. vibes in the yeah. terms of like her... She's no doubt the most normal. Well, no. actually, Ma- yeah. Madison's the most. No, normal. Madison's not because of the weird daddy Natasha shit. Natasha and Kelly were the no, most. Normal. Who's no, who's left? I mean, of who's left? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Who's left? Yeah. Like obviously, yeah. Fucking, they're not the most normal. No, in Natasha the and scheme. Kelly are like women who like <laughs> are adult are women. Cool, man. Like I feel Ooh. like they were two contestants where I was like the only saving grace about Peter is he's keeping these two women around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel that I can hang feet. out with and like it would be totally fine, yes. even if we don't honestly become, like, like I friends. went. I like you went to thirty seconds. Okay. I feel like Kelly is someone any of us could have easily gone to college with and like hung out with yes and could still kick it with yes yeah and i know someone who hangs out with natasha and she's cool and i really want to have her on the podcast so fingers crossed truly i mean i feel like it's it is uh, i mean this is not a hot take but the fact that he eliminated those two in the same week 
the fact that he sidelined Natasha right. this whole season. He wants to be a daddy. It, it, it is so fucking creepy. There's our timer. Do you think he's circumcised? <laughs> oh, I don't know. Sarah. No. Well, um, um, I, I hope so. I, I mean. Okay. That was a funny <laughs> joke that we keep going on from. I don't want to think about his penis feeling, which is weird because he's a very cute man. He so, is. You know, yeah. But it's because you don't need a daddy. No. No. Got one. Thing. I don't know. I just thought of that. I was just wondering. Listeners, if you have an opinion on whether or not Peter's circumcised, please DM us. <laughs> Anyway, guys, this slides a little bit into our next conversation. Here we go. Okay, so for everyone listening, I have watched the first three episodes of Love is Blind. Sarah has watched five, all five that are out as of record time. So we have slightly different spheres of knowledge. You don't have to worry about spoiling anything for me if you want to, whatever. Like, we'll we'll try to go no spoilers-ish. I think overall we're going to talk about the concept and our feels about it. Wait, did you say we're going no spoilers? Yeah. No, you can go... Well, um, I haven't seen it yet. Yes, oh, you just okay. get me to watch okay. it. Sorry, I, I just want to make sure I'm following the threads yes. here. Yeah. Um, I would say, like, maybe we can talk about some things that happen without using names. Okay. Yeah, yeah, okay. Or using, like, light descriptors, because then you won't be able to, like, reverse engineer it when you watch it, I don't think. Um, also, Love is Blind, underrated Paris Hilton song, just saying. Oh. And oh. Stars are blind. Star. Oh, fuck. Okay. Well, I tried. <laughs> That's such a good song. We used Stars it's are blind. really Thank a great hit, and I it's can't wild. wait to listen to it later. Um, Sarah, can you put your... This is literally what you do for a living. Give us right. the logline. Tell us what this show is about. So, so, first of all, what I'm realizing through our conversation so far is that, like, current dating status for me is colon none. Current dating TV show uh, status is colon, like, PhD scholar. Like, <laughs> like I'm like I watch Love Island, Batch, Batch in Paradise. Are you the one? Love is blind. Like, oh, yeah, like truly all of it. Um, it's also your job. Yeah, but I think because I like am so heavily in the crime genre, I need a lot of like fucking and drinking to take the edge off. Yes, uh, not through not. myself necessarily. <laughs> Probably maybe I should do more, but like uh, through watching it on TV, and it just brings me endless joy. So. Um, I'd like to talk about it in terms of what it is as a show and how also it relates to other dating shows. And then as we were talking, I had a fun table topic that came to mind as well. Great. So, okay. The premise of this show is um, they don't tell you how many men and women there are, but there are, let's, let's for argument's sake, say 15 uh, heterosexual men and 15 heterosexual women who are brought together in this complex that is constructed where the men live in an apartment on one side and the women live in an apartment on the other side. And this is like the circle vibes, right? Yeah, like okay. loosely, yeah. And now the women all know all the other women and the men all know the other men. And all day, every day, they spend the women. And the men spend time meeting uh, people of the opposite sex via these, they call them the pods. So, like, they get into these rooms uh, that imagine, like, a large walk-in closet. And on the other (laughs) side of the door of the closet... Yes, a very set-decorated walk-in closet with lots of fluffy pillows and blankets. And, And, like, a cashmere throw. And also, as I've noticed, robust bar. People be drinking on this show, which in is... the walk-in closet, mm-hmm. a walk-in closet with a bar. Yes. I could get down. Yeah, with that. they drink People a lot honest. of red wine. No, they also just are drinking the entire time. Always. Oh, like yeah, constantly drinking. But I'm kind of like, oh, interesting. So essentially, um, imagine if someone is on a podcast and you are listening to the podcast, but you can also 
communicate back to them. That is these people's entire form of communication. Yes. Like they can only talk through this wall. They can't see one another. And they aren't really allowed to tell each other what they look like. So basically, you have to fall in love with someone by having like these hours and hours long conversation without any of the physical components. Mm-hmm. And then essentially, if you feel so compelled or so vulnerable or so emotionally connected to, you get proposed to. And if you say yes, then you finally get to see your other half for the first time. And, and you have to get engaged, actually. Yes. And then oh you move God. and then you go to paradise for like a 10 days of like fucking and drinking. What's paradise? Mexico. They go to like oh. a resort. <laughs> yeah. oh, it's always Mexico. Yeah. Always Mexico. Uh, tax credits, baby. So then they all go to Mexico and then everyone starts seeing everyone who they met in the pods who they may have previously had like intimate conversations with IRL for the first time. <gasps> I haven't gotten to that point. Ooh, that's fun. But it's like so interesting because when you, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Alleviate the barriers of physical attraction. People get, or like the, like the physical, like, oh, I usually go for a guy who looks like X or I would only date a girl who looks like X. Like these people get Okay, the first episode, I think that, that one proposal happens in the first episode, yes. right? Weeping. Were you weeping? No. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> because, I was Because I weeping. think the first, the first guy who proposed is creepy. Yes. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'd marry him, like, tomorrow. I think he has creepy, never blink eyes. Like, I'm going to make her no. life very good. See, I did not get that vibe. Okay. I trust, your, I trust well, you more than me. Well, this is how attraction works. Yes. Yeah. Even through the yeah. So anyways, I guess this leads me to my next question. Okay. Which I don't know if you guys are, like, as into it as I am. But if you were to go on one dating-based reality show, which one would you go on? Excellent question. Can I say, I will think about it, why do they all have to have proposals instead of just relationships i think they needed stakes so annoying i have some as someone who works in tv it's because the networks are like what are the fucking stakes but like that's the part that's killing the bachelor like i'm pretty sure he doesn't get engaged yet again this year that's not a spoiler that's just my guess like but that's why like are you the one is fun yes yeah guys i have a theory on this well not a theory but i am just going to um wax poetic for a second let's do it do you guys remember we've had a conversation before where i'm like i think we need a bachelor with normal people i told you, you this no you were like this it's never gonna work yes but remember i care. told you that's the show i want to see most of yes. all yes yes but you were smart and you were like unless the format is crazy good and yeah, that's, that's what true. this is it's yeah. a dating show You're with right. normal yeah. people with a really constructed format i mean so they're I think still the- above average Okay, but that they're was not my bachelor hot. That was my other point. The th- I think the thing that's different about them is like their personalities seem more normal. They all have real jobs. They're mm, not I trying to be influencers. Absolutely correct. Yeah. They all seem like they all seem like people we would know yes. who are on the upper level of attractiveness. Yes. That yes. was a slight problem I have, especially did you notice, okay, in the first episode, you meet a lot of people oh, who then you never see get storylines. Yes. And there are some people who are not as attractive, like Everyone yes. is beautiful in their own right, et cetera. But there are people yeah. who are less conventionally attractive, and then you, like, never see them again. But I think, mm-hmm. like, whereas, like, on The Bachelor, everyone we're operating with is, like, a well, hot influencer. I, no, I would say baseline. Jacked up with fillers I would say season. baseline eight. Yes. Ma- like, minimum eight. Yes. Like, a New York eight. Yeah, and exactly. LA and I eight. would say the people on this show are baseline six. Yes. And I think, and they have real jobs, which to me gives you, like, two more points. Yes. Uh, And no surgery. So, like, it's like a whole horse of a different color. Oh, shit. And Love Island. Oh, my God. That's another one to the mix. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that the guys are normal. I think the guys seem almost more normal because they're not jacked up. They don't have veneers. Yes. Like, the difference. And and I think most women groom themselves more than most men. Yes. But I think that's reflected on this show, whereas it's not necessarily reflected on the Bachelor franchise where all the men are jacked and have, like... 
really good skin and veneers and like it's a lot they're did, perfectly groomed did either of you go back because like over the holidays they put jason mesnick's season of the i Bachelor. saw the first episode okay. I, I believe it was 2009 and it's just also i think it like shows the shift in our culture because like all of those women were like the, probably the same base level attractive as the, as the women who are on now, but none of them had any work. And like, they, they didn't were even like have older any, and younger. And they didn't even have yeah. any extensions. And whereas like now, like no one is going on there without extensions minimum, yes. which is interesting. Yeah, it's crazy. But anyways, I really want to know which dating show you guys think could you well, go on. Well, T.O. really quick, because I do want to get into this, but okay. I know it's going to be a thing. So I will have one more point to make up. Okay, sorry, blind. sorry. I think that... Part of the thing, so a lot of people are finding these really intense connections, mm. and I kind of believe they're really intense connections. I believe they spend them. hours and hours talking and sitting in the dark and talking to each other, and yeah, like <laughs> so weird that they sit in their closet. Yeah. It's weird, and the closets are dark. They're, they have yes. lights on. It's there's not like, like mood lighting, back, but it's like sometimes they go to the back of the pod, yes. and it's completely dark. But there's like no imagine lighting. if like how we're sitting right now, there was like a wall, and I, you're completely obfuscated. I can't see you, and like next to me is a cashmere blanket, mood lighting, and a mini bar. Yes. Weird. It's I, interesting. I yeah. But I uh, I think and a lot of, a lot of everyone there has come prepared to get married mm-hmm. because they really have to. Like well, I don't know if all the guys have, but that's a whole yeah, yes, yeah. We, I mean we know which guy we're talking yeah. about. There's a fuck boy. Spoiler alert, there's always a fuck boy. There's that's a great <laughs> I mean, life lesson. True. Like, come on. Literally like, like yeah. So um <laughs> so <laughs> I think that the, the thing that I think is interesting is, like, similar to our experiment, I think on Love is Blind, it's a lot of people who have really set time and intention to, mm. like, go and connect with people. You and know, mostly, point. they meet a ton of other people, right? The first the first episode, like, it's like a speed dating round. All the girls pick a pod and the guys rotate in and out. So they talk to every single person once. Mm-hmm. And, like, it seems like similar to our bell jar metaphor, mm-hmm. most of them are, like, fine. Bell curve. Bell Carve. Oh, my God. Oh, Bell Carve. Not we a Bell Jar. Sorry, yeah. everyone. <laughs> Sylvia, Oh, my God. That's very funny. Wow. Oh, my Sorry. God. Sorry. Uh, so, oh. uh, <laughs> a book I have never read. Um, very dark. So, so uh, most of them are, seem fine. We see a couple moments of, like, light offensiveness or bad date moments. Mm. And then a couple of people, like, really connect really quickly, including the first couple to get mm-hmm. engaged. Like, they have an immediate connection. Um, so, I think it's... There's something, and in all of the interviews, the solo interviews with the contestants, all of them are like, wow, this is mind-blowing because I'm really connecting with this person mm-hmm. and I never thought it would happen, but it's like, that's all my focus. My whole focus is like getting to know him or her, talking to right, them. Right, they have no phones. They, they have no, It's like, yeah, that exactly. is why they're there. And, and they're I'm, not like looking at what they look like and is my, are my lady totally. bits throbbing? It's like, oh, I'm not connecting totally. with you. Or yeah. one of the interviews, they were like, and I'm not stressed about texting. Is he going to text me back? Will he like my mm-hmm. friend? Like all of these things, which I have not, full disclosure, gotten to the part where they leave the complex. So I know all that stuff is going to come in. But it's very, like, focused on dating purely for the purpose of, like, connection. And even one of the contestants said the thing that we say on this podcast all the time. She was like, yeah, it's weird meeting so many people. I'm not taking these things so personally. Do you remember Mm -hmm. this? She was like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's like, do we connect or don't we? Mm -hmm. And that was the moment where I was like, this is our experiment. Mm -hmm. That is the biggest crux of my lesson in going on more dates. And I think, you know, I think sometimes... That's validating. Just because sometimes mm-hmm. I feel like it's dumb that we're just telling people to go on dates and saying that it will work. And, like, of course, we have so many listeners who have done it and been intentional about dating and it's worked. And other people who have gone on 51 dates and it, like, works, quote unquote, whatever that means for you. I think working means just reframing how you think about dating. It doesn't mean finding a partner. It means what that woman on the show said. Yes. And what I thought, like, 
oh, it's not about me. Yes. It is literally like in the dark talking to someone. Do you guys connect? No. Fine. Next. Yeah. However, that is my feeling. Kimmy, have we sold you? Are you going to watch? Oh, I'm totally going to watch. You were going to watch before, but... I was going to watch before because I was like, this sounds like a giant dumpster fire of content that I want to see. Um, yeah. Hmm. What is my reality show? This could be it because I don't have to be judged for my looks. Hmm. But America would still judge me for my looks, No, right? I think you'd be you really... I think, I think you'd be great on The Bachelor. Yes. Like, I just think you'd be great on The Bachelor. I can't go on The Bachelor. No, like, no one is saying... I'm, we're talking in essence terms here. I don't think Wait, I would. Guys, I think we have to do this for each other. I, don't I know. Think yeah, I think, I think we have to do it for each other as well. I'm just but realizing I'm this defend, as well. I don't, I don't think I would play the game of The Bachelor right but that's to get why, the screen time. No, because the normals all get kicked off. No, and but I here's the thing. You would normal. have just enough sass. You would be the Kelly of your season. Yes. The, because because you, you would shoot... Exa- or the Rachel Lindsay. Yes. Because you keep it real, like mm-hmm. you wouldn't let any bullshit happen, yes. and you're keeping it real in this level would exactly. be enough drama for the TV show. Not drama, but like they, the producers need one normal who keeps it real. Like, who, but like who gives good content? Gives and good that content, would be hundred percent. Good bites, you're smart, you're witty. Like, I, and also Kimmy sticks up for the underdog. Yeah, like and I've seen it happen bullshit. before. No, like like if some like Tammy started coming in and bullying, so, like Kimmy would be like, "Okay, excuse you." Yeah, yeah, no, like we're yeah, not doing yeah. this. And That's you when know I'd you get would. caught up in yeah. the drama. Yeah, and then be yeah, and then yes. my screen time. Yeah, and okay. then also he'd be like, "Oh, she's like, like you'd be too normal and powerful for anyone yes. to pick you." But like he'd be like, "Oh, she's hot. She's cool. She's smart. She's funny." And like we like some <sighs> of the same shows. So well, like, also, do you know how last time on our Bachelor Five Minute Bachelor recap we came up with the metric of sexy baby or real ass bitch? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I feel like every season they need one real ass bitch to give good cutaway bites. Yes, as a they cut away to the to their interview, and the real ass it's bitch is always narrator. like, "Are you kidding?" Yeah, it's and that would be you in that season. Like there would be a Tammy who's creating drama, and they would cut to your yes. interview, and you're you'd the be Kelly, like, you're the Rachel Lindsay. Natasha even had really good narrator. Yeah, because like like here's the thing like you are not actually afraid of confrontation but like you don't get involved unless it matters and so like you wouldn't let any of these dumb asses steamroll you yeah. and you'd just be like nah and like you're flirting and fun so you'd stick around for guys a this has literally been a dream yeah thank you we're done with like, I, like, like I don't even myself. have any questions yeah. hers would be the but bachelor then you know what? for sure they wouldn't send her to paradise because she's too normal no they would they would because here's the thing but she would no they do like think of like Jacqueline Trumbull Natasha and Kelly will go yeah. if they want to so. Like here's the thing: some people just flounder in paradise because, or like they self exit early. They're like, "Nah, I don't need like, this." Like, this you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like, Kimmy would be able to go to paradise if she wanted to. Yeah. Or they'd make her the Bachelorette. I was yeah, almost going to. Oh, guys, guys, no, guys, they would maybe guys, make her guys, like guys. literally. I think your essence is in a lot of ways almost Rachel Lindsay. I was. Oh, that is a huge compliment. I know, but Love it, Rachel. like, yeah. She's the season I started watching. But I also, I was about to say, just from my own perspective, I think Bachelor in Paradise would be a fun one to go to because it's like eating, drinking on a beach. I, I would yeah. just literally not be in it and try to stick around as long yeah. as possible. Like make a yeah, buddy. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'd want like a buddy. Paradise, totally. Act. Have one guy who's like, yeah. hey, you and me, you want to make an alliance? We can kiss once or twice for the cameras and then let's let's just kick like, it, dude. Let's chill so be hard. Be in Mexico. Yeah. yeah. Drink Actually, as many drinks per hour. Maybe Paradise is Liza's, though. Like, it's truly more of Liza's yeah. vibe. Oh, no, it's fine. You know it's what fine. I mean? I'm tra- talking about in terms of essence here. I would love that. Like, because Liza would be like, listen, Jorge, you let's just I. have a, a secret. Yeah. Oh, oh okay. yeah. I, like, can, I wasn't sure if I could Sarah just motioned, can I talk about, like, smoking weed? And uh, You'd be like, yes. Jorge, listen, bruh, I'm going to need a joint mm. and a private side of guac. Oh, yeah. And listen, John Paul Jones... I'll make out with you and rub my tushy against your privates so we can make totally. the next rose ceremony. You know who and let's be? just, yeah. You know who on Paradise there always is? Is like one 
one person who who stays for a while because the other people like hanging out with them. Yes, exactly. And yes, so somebody who's not yes, attached gives them a rose. Yes. Like, I'd be that person. Like, probably no one would... I wouldn't probably find love or really I want to date. I disagree. I've been around you so many yeah. times where men are just like, I'm talking to her. No, but here's the other thing. Yeah, you but exactly. Like, this is where she diverged. What would end up happening is... You'd be the down-ass bitch who would not get involved in the drama right mm. away. And then people would be giving you rose because you would have bros who are your friends. Well, hey, yeah. And then, ultimately, like, a new bro would come in who hadn't friended you, like, friend-zoned you immediately, who would be like, wait, she not bringing the drama. She, Jorge, and I are smoking weed. Like, we're Maybe chilling in Katie Mexico. Vibe. Like... Oh yeah, Katie Moore. That yeah, like, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like, yeah, one hundred percent. No, but. and then now, like, and then you, they'd be like, wait, and then I feel like there'd be like a, like a late season fight over you. Wow, that Sarah, you really are dishing out. The no, but I think I'm a hundred percent correct. Think real ass bitches can do better in paradise. I hundred percent can. They yeah. ha- yes, that's where and like real ass dudes too do better in Bachelor World Bachelor. or always- on the Bachelorette. Real ass bitches do better as Bachelorette. Because yeah. I also think Becca Kufrin's a real ass bitch. They're all real ass yeah, bitches. Exactly. Well, I also only... think that the sexy babies do well in Paradise. The, the first yes. ones to enter like do Hannah well. G. Yes. Immediately they're scooped up. Like, yeah. All the sexy babies immediately get scooped up. And then they're out of the game. Yeah. And then the people who are left are the real ass bitches. And that's, the real ass bitches are the ones getting shuffled around. Exactly. And who, like, people are ultimately like, oh, and the real ass bitches are the ones who, like, are live lives that aren't just, like, Instagram yes, lives totally. afterwards. You know what I mean? Yes. Okay, now we do this for Sarah, and I am excited because I have a pitch. Pitch it. Okay. I think you'd be best on Are You the One. Here's why. <sighs> wow. Interesting. Because, uh, interesting. All right. Here's why. A- I think you like competitive gameplay. Yes, yes. I, oh, sorry. and I'm sorry. I interrupted myself because if you don't know about this show, you should Google it. Sarah turned me on to it. I, it is the, quick the pitch, game. Quick pitch. Okay, quick pitch. 10 men, 10 women, heterosexual, except for the most recent season where everyone was sexually fluid. It was the best. Which is very cool. 10 men, 10 women. They have been match made by, on paper by matchmakers and psychologists and all this stuff, put into a house together. They don't know who their matches are. They have to find it. If they all find the right matches... They all win a million dollars, like they split together. But there's a lot of rules about like how you figure out if a ma- how you confirm a match, how you do the matchup ceremony. It's it's complicated, but it is so goddamn good. It's the best premise. Yeah, when really you're pitching it, yes. it's it's the actual best premise it's, to any dating show. Every 100%, person yeah. I've recommended it to has come back to me and been like, I don't watch "How it, is this not the most popular?" It's like really fucked up. But it's it's such a good premise. Yeah. The but, problem but is here's you have why to it's buy not it pop- on Amazon. But here, well, and, well it's not or hack cable. But here's the issue, other issue with it: YouTube TV. The kids are too young. Try it. Yeah. So there's never like successful relationships from it. The reason why I accept Are You the One as my destiny is because Are You the One is now a feeder for MTV's The Challenge, which I think is truly my destiny. Yeah. I think if I was going to find a loved one on TV, it would be because I'd be so intense on MTV's The Challenge that I'd be invited for multiple seasons mm. and then I would find someone. Kim, how do we well, get you on The Challenge? I'm too old. I've aged out. Oh, but you know what I was thinking about the other night? I'm sorry, I'm taking it. That's okay, because I have more bullet points about why are you the one is your thing, but I want you to go first. No, I was going to go on another tangent. I seriously had a moment the other night where I was um, stream of conscious texting our other collective friend, Lucy, um, and I was like, should I try out for Survivor? Yes. You'd be yeah. perfect. Every, people like Sarah, write their like grad school essays about trying out for Survivor. No, like, like people should we should. like Sarah, I drunk tonight and make video. our video for me I'll to go my casting video, video to go on Survivor. Yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm down. I'll do it. No, I think the anxiety of people maybe not liking me and voting me off would kill me to no, point of paralysis. But Sarah, I think the challenges look really fun and I, I would love to lose just like a casual twenty pounds and then come back on the reunion. <laughs> 
I've never seen the challenge, so I don't know, but I believe you. But okay. also, I think you would win Survivor. I don't know, Ben, but it seems No, because you're wily and everyone likes you. So you could do it. <laughs> yeah. I think you could but, do it, okay. too. Guys, here are my additional bullet points, okay. and then we'll take a quick outbreak. Sarah is fun to hang out with. And Are You The One is, like, it's a the hang. It's biggest a big hang. hang. Yeah. Well, oh, thank you for saying great point. Hang, hang out, yeah. out nonstop. And it's a lot about making connections with people. Like, the whole thing is you have to try to connect with everyone to find your match. Sarah's really good at making sure she's made a connection with everyone in a group or everyone at a party or everyone at a weekend trip That's or whatever. very true. So you, I think, would crush it in that. I think it's, you have to have a little bit of a competitive, like, guys, we have to beat this. Let's figure mm-hmm. this out. I think you would um, like be a chess master. Like mm. I think you would direct the other people. I think you would excel at the math that goes mm. into it, which a lot of the people can't really too figure dumb to do out. It, yeah. Oh shit! Like, There's a lot of it's like, like concentration. Oh. But right. like, yeah, MBA. Honestly, you should write one of your MBA things about yes. being the one because there's a million dollars online, so it's also business. Oh wow! Yeah. It's also like you have to, as a team, agree to like use e- each other as pawns in trying to do this perfect matchup thing like it is some mm. kind of level of like a a weird um puzzle to put it all together totally. correctly because like you some of the dumbs of are just like oh i'm just fucking this guy and i just like this guy and i don't care what you say even though it's wrong i'm just gonna keep doing it yes. like you can't be doing that yes and you i wouldn't think great. about the puzzle part this is a it's a game. It it's is. Chess. It totally yeah, the is. Chess of but it's yeah. chess with emotional stakes because it's like, Kimmy, if you and I have been fucking for two weeks and then we learn that we're not a match and then basically everyone else's million dollars depends on us. Million. not Yeah. Which is why it's also like not high stakes. It's only but it's 600,000. Like, I mean, I would take it. But after yeah, taxes, yeah. you know. It, or, they get like 75K a piece. Mm, but also if you lose if you ever oh, yeah, have a matchup ceremony where no correct matches are, are seated together you lose 250 grand from that prize it goes down by 250 grand so you're every incentivized time to like basic yeah it's very complicated the, the gameplay the is very complicated, complicated but that's why i think it's the perfect one for you i think you mm-hmm. would handle the group mm-hmm. dynamics really well i think you would play the game well i think you would connect with everyone i think you would hang out really well i think it's like that's what I would. Ca- I want to see you on. Is the strategy to find the other like super smart person who will know how to play the game? Well, no, it's to basically. So here's my. Okay, listen. Mm-hmm. I'm not gonna lie. I think I'd be fun on the show. Are you the one? But in terms of maybe, and maybe this is not what we were talking about. But in terms of finding a match on a show, I don't know. Mm. If it oh, would we be, were are you the one? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm talking not about talking like best TV. No, yeah, and you're best, best, yeah. Yeah. sorry. No, I, sorry, sorry. You're right. I'm and sorry, a match, I think it would be Love Is Blind. Yeah, I mean, yeah, for sure. I think that's the only show I've watched where I actually kind of believe this might work. Agreed. So I feel like that's the answer for all of us. Maybe it's because at certain points on this podcast, I don't know what episodes. Let us know. We have both pitched a blind dating show slash real real uh-huh. app where you have blinder. to have blindfold blinder. Yeah, oh, not cool. A dating Wait, app with no pictures. Funny yeah. blinder. Yeah, B-L-I-N-D-R. No pictures, and then totally. you have to go on no a pictures. date and show up. But I think like we could even have a blindfold on the whole date. Like I'd be yeah. down with that. And then we've also um, what was the other part of it? Oh, what's our other? Oh, I at one point thought it would be a really good idea to have a like phone call only app. So you have to have a phone mm. conversation before you, which people hate. But if if that's the only way. Mm. To connect if you don't have messaging. You have to do a quick phone call. No text. And then, like, how much easier would it be to weed out people who are like, oh, he's weird. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's jerking it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Totally. Guys, I feel passionately about this convo. Let's take a quick ad break, and then we're going to come back with a bunch of listener mail questions, weirdest firsts, et cetera. Yeah. M-A-I-L, not M-A-L-E. But we (laughs) welcome those mail questions. And what an ad 
break. <laughs> okay, let's try that again. Hold on, I'll just no, I'm keeping that. I'm not going to do that. Guys, we're, we're back. back. We're back. We're going to do a couple questions. <laughs> have you... <laughs> I have you a guys... bit of a cold, if you can't tell by my voice sound, and I think it's affecting my ability to be a normal person. Have you guys... Kimmy also woke up at the ass crack of dawn. She flew today. She has a cold. She's being a champion. But a hundred... A gem. Yeah. Uh, have you, Thanks, have you guys, do you guys remember the animated Little Mermaid? Yeah, it's my favorite movie. The, the first movie I ever saw in theaters. Okay. I started crying. I, I went down on. a very strange rabbit hole the other day, because you know when you just need like a cheer up at work and you are making jokes to yourself yes. and one thing leads to another? You remember the character Ursula? <laughs> Uh, I'm sorry, Sarah. Do you think we are Gen Zs? Because we, of course, we do. We're born in 1988. I I started making memes of Ursula's like and gifts and sending them to people of uh, the lyrics from Ursula's song. Remember, you poor unfortunate souls. (laughs) Yes, that was her song. Guys, I went to karaoke recently on a thing with my ex-boyfriend and his new girlfriend, and she sang that at karaoke. And I was like, Did she think she was good? She was. Oh, I was shit. like, oh, I think you're cool. Oh, yeah. No, okay. honestly. Yeah. In a Respect. room where you don't know anyone, and she was like, I'm going to do this. And she, like, she really, like, gave it. I was like, <laughs> she you're got cool. Into it, I don't know. Because, like, first of all, Ursula, like, in a way that was cool. Like, it like, was, like, yeah, she, she was, like, shimmying with her titties being, like, you pull. Yeah. Wait, is that? She was just, like, owning it. And I was like, God, I respect you. Does Fat Ursula sing that? Or, yes. Or Hot no, Fat Ursula. Ursula. Like, fat. this is the song okay. Fat Ursula sings to oh, yeah, convince yeah, yeah. Aria. Oh, and then she's so like, good. never underestimate the importance of body language. <laughs> oh it's really good. It's so good. It's good content. It's good content. I don't know. I just, the conversation we were having before about the tushies made me think of that. Oh, yeah. We were talking about tushies. We were talking about tushies. Speaking of tushies. Anyway, guys, I'm going to read Talk a shit post about from our secret Facebook group, which is the thing I realize now we forgot to plug in the beginning. No, Join you, our you secret Facebook group. Oh, did we? Okay. Yeah. Um, Let me try. So, here we go. This is a little bit of a long one, but I'm going to read it in full. Great. Hi, Gems. This question would probably have been useful generally throughout my life, but now I'm asking for a specific reason. There's a guy that I'm crushing on hard, and I have a strong suspicion that the feeling is mutual, but I could use a little advice on how to proceed. The situation is complicated by two main issues. One, he recently graduated from a drug rehabilitation program and is com- coming up on a year clean and sober. Note, I totally recognize that he is not in a position to date yet, which is fine with me. I have always been more comfortable with friends first dating and would be happy just to get to know him for now. Two, I'm so attracted to him that I cannot work up the nerve to speak to him. We've spoken a few times, but always in conversations that included other people or when he has approached me. I can't get up the nerve to approach him or even say hello. I do know where this deep-seated fear comes from, which is a story for another post, but I have been totally unable to conquer it for, wow, 20 years. The answer is therapy, isn't it? (laughs) I mean, whatever. So my question is, how do you get up the nerve to talk to someone um, that makes you nervous? Two parts, I think. First, to address just this specific situation, I think, and this is me not being qualified, not being a professional, but, like, I think it's very correct to assume, or not assume, to if you know someone is coming a year out of a rehab program and they're not ready to date, to really respect that. And I'm not saying that you're not, but it sounds like you are, and that's important. Yes. So, like, I think that's my first thought. My second thought is, I have never successfully interacted with someone I think is hot other than ignoring them and doing, like, weird, flirty ignoring. So I will be bad at this. So take it I away. I mean, guys. same. <laughs> I ha- was terrified of everyone I had a crush on for, like, 10 years. Um, 
I, I think that partially what you're saying is correct, which is like therapy helps build up that confidence. Um, I also think that it could be a potential advantage to know that he's not able to be in a relationship for a while because I think if you approach it from really like he's a human, his attractive shell is just a happenstance of nature he, that was given to him by his mom and dad. Um, I'm not saying that being very attractive does not affect things about your personality. It does. We've all oh, watched yeah. The Bachelor, unless you haven't. But I think that it could be a real opportunity to um, lower the stakes for yourself by saying, like, well, we can't date, so why don't I just see him as a human being who, like, I'd like to get close to, and then maybe his attractiveness won't be so off-putting. It's just a person. And, and you just are trying to be friends for around a year anyway. So I think taking it back to our youth in elementary school when becoming friends with someone was pretty simple and you could just walk up and be like, hi, do you want to hang out? Or, you know, I mean, I'm not saying mm-hmm. do that, but I'm saying like, come at it from the idea of like, tell me about yourself. Like, what do you love? What's your life story? Like, let's talk. Like, what's your favorite shitty TV show? Like, you know, and just letting it be a, an opportunity for connection on a friendship level first. Yeah. And I think like, just to piggyback on that a bit, I think she, she, Yes. Okay. Also has the opportunity to, like, like, is she just attracted to him? Because that's very different than, like, do I deeply have a crush on you? And I think the way she articulated it is, is like, oh, I've been really attracted to this guy for a really long time. So maybe a little bit to, like, investigate that attraction. Like, mm. is it just, I'm attracted to you. You're really hot. I'd like to sleep with you. Or is there something more comprehensive about, like, your personality that's, like, drawing to me, me to you and has for a while? Mm. And I think that those are horses of a different color. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he's just like, oh, I'd like to play hide the salami with you, that's very different than like, oh, I've had like this soul connection. And so I th- I also think that would maybe like um, determine the approach. Like if she's really attracted to him because she's felt they've had a lot in common for a long time and that's made him more physically attractive to her than like coming at it from that commonality and that like personality element that you find attractive mm-hmm. feels like a better approach than just like hey you know what i mean like oh i'm attracted to you because we both love fucking dungeons and dragons or whatever then like you come at it from there versus like oh he's just really hot yeah and then i think real hack real undeep thought i'm thinking back to some of the few times and throwing back to when liza and i were in an acting class together it's like what can you ask for advice on mm. or as a mutual interest you can borrow a movie like i don't know that is stating myself because dvds aren't borrowed anymore you borrow a netflix password but i like what if you're ju- this is just a tactical thing if you just want to get a little closer in any kind of way what can you do together or ask for advice on or you know find that common interest of you know dungeons and dragons what Catan, my new thing. You know, like, find a thing and just, like, it's easier to then just, like, do that together as friends, but then it's flirty and it's super fun. Yeah. And I think you could also start with, like, 
if you are in the place of just wanting to get to know him better, putting together something, it seems like you guys are in a similar group of friends, maybe putting mm. together a small thing. Like a context in which, yeah, yeah. that you know he and you would both be into a college basketball pool where you guys watch together. A some, you know, something where it's like not mm. everyone's going to be involved, but you could hang out with him in a group of three or four for like a longer period buffers. of time. Yeah, and it feels safe, and then you guys have to talk. Because if you're in, if you're hanging out in, like, a smallish group, mm-hmm. you guys have to interact. And that would be weird if you didn't. Like, I think that can be an easy, approachable way to, like, get to know someone better who you find intimidating. And then you can also suss out if there's more than just, like, the baseline attraction. Yeah. I feel like there should be a March Madness involvement movement. It's going to sound sexist the way I'm saying this, but we're in an all- women all three of us are yes. in all women's bracket sarah's the commissioner but there's this weird kind of like interaction with new people that's just exciting so like that could be a new alternative mm. way to just meet people or be engaging with people yeah. if you have a hot co-worker or like if you dating should we set up a singles march madness oh palooza yeah would that be, be a great way oh, to meet people? women pick a bar audience oh i don't know i mean honestly we just basically need bitches who ball to have an irl hangout yes. yeah guys bitches who ball is the name of our tournament that sarah runs which is really excellent Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should cut. You should like ha- make a watch party for the Miller High Life if you want to sponsor us. We're accepting. <laughs> Hit us up. Um, <laughs> also, the podcast yeah. will take you. Yeah. Well, anyway, totally. there's yeah. millennials and Gen Zs with disposable income. Just like totally. saying, yes, totally. Um, but yeah, I think that that trying to focus on purely all la love is blind. Try mm-hmm. to focus purely on the connection in the time when he is is working on his first year of sobriety. And try to construct, like, I think, I forget which one of you said it, but, like, try to construct an activity that doesn't have so much pressure on it. Mm. Something like mutual friends and something that's not, like, fucking romantic pasta dinner that's, like, oh, watching a game or, you know, like, whatever it may be that feels smart as yes. well. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Do we want to do, okay, we're going to do one more question and then we'll do a, an awkward first to get us out. This one is short and sweet. You ready? Um, recently out of an almost three-year relationship and wondering, should I get on the dating apps? Not sure if it will be helpful to or make things worse at this point. This is interesting because we don't have a lot of context. So this is going to be a real gut check from each of us. Yeah. And I think it's something we've definitely touched on before. But, like, this is to the point. A lot of people have this exact same question. It was just Valentine's Day. I'm going to do my quick Valentine's rant. So many people posting their significant others as though it's an accomplishment. It's not proud of you for love. But, like, (laughs) there are so many pressures on all of us to get back out there, including this podcast where I was like, go on a date. But I think there's a really important thing, especially when you're just out of a really long-term relationship. There's a a gut check you need to do with yourself. But then one, I don't know, you just need to do it in terms of broadly why, which just involves yourself. But why am I feeling the need to even do this again and mm-hmm. how much society is in there. So that's my little quick rant before j- d- d- me diving in. Sarah, gut check. What do you think? No. <laughs> Why? <laughs> because she used the word should. Hmm. Yeah. Ooh. Because it makes it seem like it's not her choice. Like That's hmm. what I mean about the, yeah. just like, is there some pressure She's to like, uh, be in should it? I just do it? It's like... If she would have said, I want to, but I'm nervous, then I'd be like, go for it. But the way she's positing it, it sounds like she's not ready. Wow. That is incredibly insightful, I think. Um, Yeah. I mean, I also think she says, I'm just reading this again, not sure if it would be helpful or make things worse at this point. 
which which sounds to me like maybe she's not in a great place following breakups, which, hello, I have been there. It's awful. It's, it's a very weird, specific kind of pain and loss that isn't a loss, but it is. It's very, it's very intense. I would say... Yeah, you're exactly right, because now she's basically asking, is that going to cure my sadness? Yes. And it's not. It never totally will. is not. I would say you should go on dating apps when it feels exciting, when mm-hmm. the potential of meeting someone makes you feel excited. But when you can also feel emotionally strong enough to weather disappointment. Yes, totally. Because if you're yeah. not like feel if you're feeling fragile, listen, you're going to go on there and you're going to be disappointed a lot, especially at the beginning. And yeah. if you can't handle that right now, it's definitely going to make it worse. And I would, you know, also posit that depending on what you're thinking, what kind of app even or what you're thinking about using the app for, because if you just need to like F someone and do that, cool like maybe use this as an opportunity to not get right on the dating apps but go out more and try mm-hmm, to meet people mm-hmm. and see what happens totally. versus being on a dating app it's also you know it, as much as every app does different things for your love life and some people are willing to hook up like going on pure dates the way i did i was not coming out of a relationship and that's why i think going on a bunch of dates it would be dark mm-hmm. to be like sad i i yeah I even feel like I was comparing my half-sad relationships that I was having trouble getting over to the first dates I went on. Just like, but it's not easy. Exactly. In a real, coming out of a three-year relationship, you are going, it's going to be hard. Also, if you feel vulnerable, like, going on those, like, the apps are a constant roller coaster. Like, you can have a high and you can have a great date. And I know you talk about this all the time mm-hmm. on here where you're like, oh, wow, that date felt like it went really well. And then you don't get someone to call you back. Yeah. Or you can have, like, a really shitty date. And then that's the person who hits you up. And so, like, unless you're feeling really solid and, like, you're ready to weather that, like, that's why I don't, like, go on them all the time. And I'm, like, not coming from a place of heartbreak. But, like, if, unless you're like, oh, fuck, I'm ready to, like, dig my heels in and realize that there's going to be some motherfuckers out there, like... It can be tough, and mm-hmm. it's not gonna like um, it's not gonna be a cure all. It needs to be like you need to grieve the relationship, and then when you're ready, yeah, that's the other thing. If we want to again, I'm gonna come in with the like maybe the advice you really want to hear that won't be right because I'm not an expert. None of us are, but like if it's been like a month to three months since your breakup, I would say definitely don't go on yet. Yeah. If it's after three months, go on if you feel okay. Download one. See how it makes you feel. Like, delete it if it makes you feel bad. Mm -hmm, Try mm -hmm, the next mm -hmm. week or something. But, like, if you're looking for a timeline, I think if it's – this is arbitrary, but it just feels right. So don't – this is not advice. But, like, three – within the first three months after a breakup, after a three-year relationship, I would say – just Take some time. Avoid. Yeah. yeah. Like, download it to feel good and make a pretty profile for a second, but don't force yourself because it will just totally. be – I think do it as much as it feels fun. Mm-hmm. I think that you should be approaching it from a place of, like, is this fun? Right. Which, it, obviously, like, dating apps are not always fun, and I'm not saying that they are, but I also feel like sometimes I've been out of relationships where I'm like, it'd be fun to, like – just, like, meet someone new, mm-hmm. maybe, like, hook mm-hmm. up with them, or just, like, fucking go to a bar and flirt or whatever with, mm-hmm. you know – And that, I think, is valid. But it is – you do have to really listen to yourself. And just from, like, the brief thing that we read, it doesn't sound like it's coming from a place of fun. It sounds like – yeah, like like that should is getting into your head. Mm -hmm. Make dates with your friends and Mm -hmm. for yourself instead. Totally. I actually think. Make dates – Get a facial. Yep. Get a facial. Do things that truly make you happy. I talked about my happiness class many – every episode. And I'm talking about it again. But I'm in this class – but the life 
the, the science of happiness and like life design and the research behind it. And right now, rather than do what you should, you should carve out hours, whatever you can do that feels good Mm -hmm. would be really important. Even if that means just like, you know, you're busy and you carve out one night a week that you dedicate to social plans with your friends. And it's, it's not just a a try. It's like a standing date that Mm -hmm. you have and you hang out with a new friend every Thursday night. You don't hang out with other people. Like even if you were dating, let's say you Thursdays would be for friends Mm -hmm. or something like that. Having a ritual around that. It's very healthy and important and just, I'm things I'm working on in my life, you know, relationship status aside. I think that might be a better make the should about things that make you happy instead of because you're going, you had a hard thing, a three year yes. relationship end. Treat yourself like you would treat your friend going through a breakup, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, remember to like look in the mirror and be like, I am a friend, you know, like mm-hmm. a, a, that's so fucking touchy feely and whatever. Oh, but I true. think it's just like recognize yourself as your best friend, your greatest ter- caretaker. And, like, do what she needs, you know? Mm-hmm. God, I sound like eat, pray, love. <laughs> into it. You know whatever. What? I'm into it. Okay. Guys, should we do a, a worst first really quick? Mm-hmm. One of you guys want to do the honors? I do. Okay. Hello. So I have a story about two dates with the same guy. Some bits were fun, some were weird. I was traveling for work and checking into my hotel. I stood behind this guy, also checking in whilst doing so. He was asking reception about things to do while he was here for work. Sorry, I'm thinking of Michael Scott on that office episode where he, like, goes on a business trip to somewhere random in Canada. Sorry. And yes, the oh, concierge. Yeah, He's like, yeah, oh, yeah. concierge. Okay, sorry. And the lady was talking to him about city bus tours. He turned around and apologized for taking so long, and I said it was okay. I was actually interested in hearing about the tours myself, since I was also traveling for work, but didn't have anything to do until the next day. What a meet cute. Mm-hmm. So, Literally like a rom-com. This guy was like, hey, do you want to go on a tour together? Initially, I was a bit like stranger danger, but then thought, well, it's all in public and we could have ended up on the same bus anyway. So we met in the lobby about 20 minutes later and went on this bus tour. It was super fun and we were vibing the whole time. We ended up going for dinner as well and kissing at the end of the night. Awesome. So we both went to work and flew home and we exchanged a few texts over the next few weeks. Then he gets in touch to say he's staying in a nearby city and would I like to see him again? So I agreed and we texted a little bit before meeting up. During these text conversations, he said that it was actually going to be his birthday on the day we were meeting up. I thought it would be cute and funny to turn up for with a small gift. So I got him a little city guide for the place we had first met. Like, cute. Very cute. Yeah. And not TM. No. No, that's the thing. Funny. Like, yeah. I like it. Uh, yeah, I, I'm very proud of this. Because if someone says it's their birthday, it's like, I don't know, you gotta it, do something. Like, just don't say it if it's Yeah, not, yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. When we meet. When we met, we went out for drinks, etc., and I gave him the gift guide. This was seriously just a few bucks. It was no big deal. But then he had this kind of embarrassed smile, and I was like, okay, question mark. Turns out it wasn't his birthday at all, and he was totally messing with me. Weird. Jeffrey Dahmer? Like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? That's on him, not on her. I kind That's of laugh. weird attention-seeking it weird is nonsense. Yeah. super weird to pretend it's your birthday when it's not, unless you're at, like, a cheesecake factory and you want a free cake. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I kind of laughed it off, but then later he weirdly brought up that his friend, his friends, I'm sorry. Turns out it wasn't his birthday at all, and he was totally messing with me. I kind of laughed it off, but then leer- weirdly, he brought up that his friends, it's his friend's birthday, not his, and he's an asshole. I was like, okay. And then he proceeded to show me the WhatsApp text conversation where he told all his friends in a group chat about the girl who brought a gift along to a date. I was absolutely mortified as I now realize I look like a crazy person. I left and was kind of done at this point. It had 
been a fun thing that happened, but he was clearly turning out not to be my kind of guy. I don't appreciate ma- being made fun of. This is wild. Sorry. Clearly, this is Kimmy's first time reading this. Liza vetted it, it, and then yeah. she handed it to me. I left after the date and had no plans of seeing him again. He texted a few months later to see if I wanted to go to a group sex party. Whoa. <gasps> that is not surprising after I didn't respond. Anyway, that's my strangest dating story. Hope you enjoy. Whoa. Whoa. We did I enjoy. I mean, that is the, because it's, it is, it encapsulates everything about every weird, bad, anything date story we ever get. Yeah. He Just definitely be- has been with prostitutes before. Yeah, I mean, like, the weirdness of, and like, like, how... And, like, no shade, be with whoever you want, look, whatever, whatever, whatever. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's, like, like some something. weird, dark... Like, I... Or, like, you know what I mean? He uses, like, the internet for, like, I'm, weird shit. I'm less weirded out by the group sex thing, because if that's your thing, fine. No, but, like, the lying but and, like, the, the lying secret. about your birthday feels just odd. Like, did you guys ever see that movie Up in the Air? With yes. Your, of for course, me? Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, how she, like, had that whole mm-hmm. tryst with him, and then, like, was like, oh, I'm married. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, him being, like, yeah, it's, like, not the same, it's not apples and to apples, And they did but. meet in, like, work, I was like, are you guys consultants? Like, it feels like you're both traveling to similar yeah. cities. Yeah. Well, it's also, like... I feel like it's so disappointing when you have a cute origin story like that. Mm-hmm. When it's like, oh, this is a cute thing. Like, I feel like we're also taught to want that. And I, I totally do. I'm like, oh, my God, I wish I had a cuter beating story than I do with, like, my boyfriend. But it, it is very, very weird. I feel like lying about something like your birthday shows such a weird desire for attention that it's creepy. It's like, why do you need that? Why do you need someone to be like, oh, happy birthday, and, like, make a fuss over you if it's, like, a, as a weird joke? That's not a joke. Especially because he, he did it in advance, which is, like, the only normal time to do it. Just in case you actually accidentally yes. slipped, I'd be like, if I went on the first day of my birthday, because I was like, fuck my birthday, I might be like, okay, this is weird. It's my birthday. It might be, like, kind of normal to say it in advance in a weird way of, like, that, like just yes. in case... Rather than on the day being like, oh, it's my birthday, pay yeah. for my drinks or something, just being like, this is kind of weird, it's my birthday, but I'm just skipping it, like, slash. That literally like- happened to me once, like, my first year in New York, like, when I was living on Long Island still. Mm-hmm. Remember I had that, like, whatever, I met that weird guy in Boston, and then he, like, whatever, but, um, and I was just like, hey, it's weird, it's my birthday, but, like let's just go out and it was fine but, yeah, but like, you said it like yeah. an event, like, and I like, was not like at, like after that that was the end of the conversation like that's it but like, saying it in advance when it's not true is it's so super weird. bizarre so weird you want attention it's so weird and then also then making a big deal about how she acknowledged it is very strange she was a nice teasing human. you on yeah. an, a group thread for being a totally like kind decent person right, like if you like if you were going on a first fuck. i feel like this would be the equivalent of like if you told a guy you were going on like a first or second date with like oh it's actually my birthday and then he came with flowers you'd be like that's so nice so yes nice. that's like the exact appropriate level it's not like mm-hmm. too much it's like oh hey like you said it was your birthday here's a nice little bouquet yeah i'd be like that's yeah, sweet and totally. then that's like and, and that's basically what she did with the female equivalent and yeah. I'd, be, I'd be like oh my god here's a cute thank you gift. yeah exactly and you definitely shouldn't make fun of it yeah i recently a friend asked me recently about her like it's not even a situation they really like each other but like it's not defined yet but they're in a relationship in my eyes like kind of strategically avoided valentine's day but then was asked for plans and she was like you know should i get him something and i was like i don't think that's too much at all something mm-hmm. small it's like you guys have been dating for a long time now yeah. like it is and even if you weren't like do something whether it's a little card like around and valentine's just is just top of mind but birthdays too like it's not weird it's a nice gesture if someone's going to make fun of that nice gesture fuck that i was always so afraid to acknowledge people's birthdays Ooh, i'm just thinking back it would have been like sweet to just like 
have a little card. Get or a pay box for of donuts. Honestly, this yeah. is like you guys Small were talking stuff. about this. I forget which episode it was. The one with the rules with Kenny. Yeah. And like all those things were archaic and bullshit. But like everyone agreed that like if someone just completely dismisses or ignores like doing something thoughtful for that when like you acknowledge it, it's weird. Yes. So like it's not she. He's the weird one. She's not. You, I think yes. The, and yeah. that's the thing. This is the stupid BS that's been felt fed to us as women forever. Like don't show too much interest. I, I just, women, man, like, it's also just don't be a hypocrite. What would you like a man to do if it was your birthday? Do the same exactly. to them. We, if we want to be equals, we should all be equally cool with, like, sh- showing it's really vulnerable. But it can be so it. tiny. Get a cupcake and a birthday candle. That is, it, it, like, a cute cupcake and a birthday candle. Honestly, it's, that's a cool, she did a cool girl thing. Yes. Exactly. She got, like, a, like, a, like, exactly perfect, like, take, everyone take a fucking play out of her playbook. Yeah. Not, yeah. like, that that's the way the, to treat ex- each like, other you seem in the correct. world. She seems correct. She seems yeah. a correct yeah. person. Well, this is funny, well. but personal, but not too extravagant. It's gonna make anyone feel uncomfortable. Yes. Even if this ends up being in the friend zone, then it's still not, like, sexy time. Totally. like, she nailed it. And he is a psycho. Yeah. That's yeah. a thesis. Fuck that guy. And on that note. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, Go on a date. <laughs> guys, thank you for listening. Thank, thank you, you so for being here, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you for being here. Good to see you guys. Our three, our, our first three-peat, other than a non, non-regular date. Wow. Maybe. Stoked. Yeah, I think so. Big deal, big deal, big deal. Well, we always love it. Come Let's back go. anytime. Let's go eat some saturated fats. and Yeah. And everyone, we love you. Thank you for listening. Go on a date. Go on a date. Go on a date.